Hi, welcome to the Platinum Business Break Podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is our vidcast. Today's episode is called The Way Business Should Be, Part 2, Season 3, Episode 10. Again, it is sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. And who is Platinum Business Consulting? Well, uh, guess what? It's a great company that will help you turn your business into a world-class organization through vision, leadership, training, culture, and communication, which funny thing is today's topic is on communication. So this is part two of my series on how the way business should be. And another thing I was going to let you know, stay tuned to the end for a special offer for my listeners and those watching on YouTube. All right, we're going to jump in again. The way business should be part two. So a few weeks ago, I did a podcast on have you recalibrated your compass lately? And that was from right off my vacation. I kind of reset my personal compass. I kind of looked at, looked at, you know, what do I believe? And more specifically, what do I believe or how do I believe business should operate? Okay. That was kind of the point from that. So I wrote down uh, about 20 points or what I call my manifesto on how business should be. And the first one last week was on business should not be hard or difficult. So again, my manifesto, my public declaration of values, views, and direction. So for this week, uh, I want to talk about communication. So number two on my how business should be is communication is job one, especially from leadership. And again, I just want to point out that lack of communication leads to confusion. Confusion leads to chaos, and chaos leads to disengagement lost employees and customers. And again, I have Yoda up there. So some of you, you know, who know me and if you're Star Wars fans, you can do that in a Yoda voice, right? Or say, hmm, lack of communication leads to confusion. Okay, I'm not going to read all that. So anyway, I thought that was funny. Hey, if you don't think that's funny, probably not going to like the rest of this podcast. So anyway, hey, just lighten up. We're trying to have some fun too. So again, number two, communication is job number one, especially from leadership. Now, some of you again are going to say, oh, well, Daniel, you always say, Vision is number, yeah, now listen, I'm just going to frame this up. Vision, culture, process, what are your core values, on and on. Once you kind of get that, communication, you, you have to use communication to express the vision. You have to use communication to, to move all this forward. That's all I'm saying, okay? So once you have your vision in place, you have your core values you have the processes, you have the direction you're going in. Leadership must start communicating that vision and everything else, all right? So that's what I mean. So let's talk about communication. Communication is a noun. It's a process by which information is exchanged between individuals through a common system of symbols. And so so basically, it's a it's the communication is just the process, okay? But how do we communicate? The verb is to convey knowledge or information about a topic. So right now I'm communicating with you. Okay. So the medium I'm using is a podcast or vidcast, but I'm actually conveying in information to you. But in order to communicate with you, the verb, I also have to connect with you, which is also a verb. So, so that means I have to establish rapport, right? So I'm connecting with you. So what's rapport? Rapport is a noun. So we're kind of going full circle. It's a relationship characterized by agreement, mutual understanding, or empathy that makes communication possible or easy. So, again, this is all Merriam-Webster dictionary definitions. So I have to connect with you, and I have to build a rapport with you for us to have communication. But really what this is saying is communication is a two-way street. 
and you got to make sure you're willing to listen as much as you're open to speaking. So in other words, you know, what I like to say is, you know, God gave you two ears and a mouth, use them in that proportion, right? And hey, like guilty as charged, I like to talk, that's why I have a podcast. But if you listen more, you're going to communicate better. All right, so let's jump in. So I'm going to start with some statistics. And, you know, you, if you listen to me, you know I like statistics to back up my uh, my, my, my thoughts, my, my ideas. And I got this one uh, from a website called Team Stage. Um, it is a blog post, and it is, uh, it's, that's actually, the, the source material was, a, it, you know, they listed it, it's a lot. It's from Harvard Business Review, it's from Indeed, from LinkedIn, from the Wall Street Journal. So, so there's multiple sources, but I'm going to, where I got this information was from Team Stage. I uh, did not note, note an author, so I don't know who wrote it. Uh, but I did. I just want to credit this information and, and uh, reference that. So let's let's start going down the numbers. Uh, first one: thirty-nine percent of employees don't think there's enough collaboration. Okay, I I understand that. I get that. And you know, you hear uh, today some some of your thought leaders they say you know collaboration is the new currency, right? Uh, the next point: seventy-four percent feel like they're missing out on news and information. You know, and I hear that all the time from people in companies. It's like things, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. We have a new product or, or we have a new person or we, we bought a new business. So I think that is a very, very valid statistic. Um, the next one, 86% blame company failures on poor communication. Can't argue with that one. Poor communication causes a lot of problems. We, we'll talk about that a little later on some other statistics. Okay, the next one. Businesses using effective internal communication tools are three and a half times more likely to yield better results. And again, what what is that? Uh, I mean, obviously, that's email, that's company, intranet, uh, bulletin boards, and, you know, or, or sites or pages you can go to to find company information. I also think video is probably one of the most underused communication devices in companies. Uh, a, a place I used to work with years ago, I was actually the unofficial spokesperson. I did a bi-weekly video, and, and it's funny. I'd go go to that office, and uh, people that I didn't know go, oh, you're the video guy. You're, man, I love your videos because you always kept us up to date on everything, and you know, it always felt like I was connected to the company. So I think that's important as well. Uh, 96% of people would like a more empathetic approach to communication in the workplace. Now, again, I think that goes back to that, that uh, establishing a rapport. People are more excited when there's a personal touch. It's more one-on-one. -on -one. Again, a company can make an announcement. And an announcement, you know, it's just like, hey, we're, uh, these are the holiday hours for 2023 or 2024. But, but something that's a communicated or communication is required that means it's it's a two-way process, and there's some chance for some feedback, right? So again, I think when we're talking about communication, it, it, it you try to personalize it if you can, and make it sound, you know, again, not not like some cold statement, uh, you know, from corporate USA. Just make it warm, make it personable. I think that's what that's saying. To continue, and, and I'm going to read here a little bit because uh, there's a little little deeper statistics on each of these points that I, I want to bring out. So the first one is, number one, companies using internal communication best practices outperform the competition. And the research shows that companies with effective programs for communication and support are three and a half times more likely to beat out their rivals, while well-informed employees outperform their peers by 77%. Wow. I mean, that's strong. Let's go to point number two. Nearly 70% of the workforce would be more productive with effective communication in the workplace. 
So here's a further statistic. Communication facts and statistics show that 69% of employees would work harder if they felt appreciated by their employers. Now, here's the second point I wanted to make that's very important to to what I'm saying. They would also be 4.6 times more motivated, 4.5 times more motivated to produce quality work if they felt like their voice mattered. Now, again, we talk about voice of the customer or VOC in some industries. So I think it's uh, that's a very valid point. And again, if communication is two ways, if, if, if employees or team members have a way to comment or express their voice on something, uh, they feel like they're part of the organization. So I think that's, that's really cool. All right. Uh, 96% of professionals want a human quality to the way they communicate. So a massive 96% of employees want more, you know, a more empathetic approach to workplace communication, believe it result in better retention rates. All right. That, and again, it, it's, it's, I, I saw a video uh, for one company. It was, it was a, a quarterly update and the one, it, the, the, the body language, right, was very poor. It was like a hostage video. So if, if you're, if you're going to communicate with your team, make sure it's high energy, it's authentic, you know, and you can connect with them. And, and for example, have you ever been to a, a seminar, a webinar, a, a conference, maybe church or somewhere where you where there's been a speaker and that speaker just connected with you? You like, oh, man, he's talking to me or she's talking to me. That's what I think that this means. All right, we're going to go on. Number five, up to 89% of all employees would recommend their company to prospective colleagues if it had a plan in place to support the well-being of staff. And I think that is so important right now is, you know, again, we talk about self-care, we talk about burnout, we talk about disengagement, uh, you know, people are checked out, people are, are bandwidth, uh, they're, they're, they don't have enough bandwidth to do their job, you know, because companies have either, they're not hiring, they're not backfilling when they lay off or, or when people uh, retire, you know, that natural just churn. And, you know, people would like to just hear that things are going to be okay, you know, and, and I think in, in people, in and for companies to address, you know, the mental health or the well-being aspect, I think, is very important. That's another part of communication. All right, we're going to continue to the next one. All right, number six, almost 40% of all employees believe there's a lack of collaboration and communication in their company. So, again, some further statistics. 39% of the workforce feel like there's a disconnect between them and the company and that there's little or no room for productive dialogue within its communication structure. This might tie in nicely with the fact that 69% of those in management positions don't feel comfortable communicating with their staff. Wow, that is a damning statistic. So 69% of managers don't feel comfortable communicating with their staff. And that's why things blow up. Um, you know, we hear this all the time is, is a company makes a decision without any input from the employee. And, and a lot of times it's a bad decision, you know, because a lot of times the people making these decisions are higher up. They're out of touch with the market. They haven't, you know, done the job. They're, they're not the boots on the ground. They're not the customer-facing team member. And therefore, they think they're making these great decisions and, and they're going to be disastrous. So that's what that statistic is saying. All right, number seven, 33% believe that there's a lack of transparency in their internal employee communications. Hear that all the time. One of the statistics is only 5.9%, 6% of companies notify their workforce of their goals on a daily basis. I mean, that's think about that. And again, that kind of goes back to vision. A lot of, time, a lot of companies that I've, that I've talked with, 
or worked with is, is there is no vision. The, the average employee doesn't know what the vision of the company is. Therefore, they don't know what the core values are and on and on and on. That's why we're in a, in a state that we're in. Next one, number nine, 85% attribute company failure to poor communication. Again, that's, I, I think, uh, let's see, poor communication statistics show that 60% of companies admit they haven't implemented long-term strategies to promote effective communication in the workplace. The next one, 21% of people in charge of internal communications aren't doing their jobs. So workplace communication statistics show that 21% of those responsible for internal employee communication have no plans to do so with their to do that within the company. And that number actually is 23% in US, so I guess this is a global survey. So the question is, and I ask, you know, the, the business owners, the senior leadership, the executive team, who owns communication? Is it the HR people? Is it the IT people? Is it the marketing people? Uh, it's you. It's you leadership. You own communication in your organization. Uh, there's one company uh, that I, I'm familiar with, and, and the president and the CEO, he sends out the critical updates on new product, or, hey, we're having uh, lead time issues, or, or, hey, our phone system is down, or our, our computers are down, or, or whatever. I mean, that's leadership. That's, I mean, that is just, that's unbelievable. So I think that is pretty cool. With that, I'm going to go on to the next uh, statistics. Now, this one, I'm kind of going to take a little left turn here. So this is, uh, you know, part part of communication is why why is it ineffective, and, and then why is it ca causing stress? You know, the lack of it, but also, I think, and, and this is not over communicating. I think this is the nature of our society that everyone expects instant responses. We can communicate easier, better, faster than we ever have before, but there there is a dark side to that. So this is uh, uh, from Forbes.com. It's an article by Leron Hurry. And it's called The State of Workplace Communications in 2023. So this is pretty relevant, pretty new stuff. So the first point is workers are spending an average of 20 hours a week using digital communication tools. So what does that mean? That means text. That means email. That means Zoom calls or Teams, right? So 20 hours a week, half their work is, is using digital communication tools, which may be good or may be bad, depending on what your job is. So the next point, 45% of workers feel more connected to their team as a result of using digital communication. Now, that's that's a good statistic for the remote people. I think COVID kind of uh, made that more apparent, so I think that's that's one of the you know positive statistics here. But we go back, digital communication makes 58% of workers feel like they need to be available more often. I hear this all the time. It's like, hey, I texted you last night, or hey, I sent you an email over the weekend. When did communication expectation become instant. You know, back in the old days, you know, again, I'm going to date myself here, and, the, and a lot of you listening are going to relate to this. You know, we didn't have cell phones, uh, maybe not even pagers. Uh, some, some of you are like, pagers, what's that? So, or or you, you didn't have anything. So back back in the day, if you were an on-the-road salesperson, you would drive to a payphone and call the office for messages. Uh, then you had pagers. Pagers just a little little box that beeped at you and said, hey, you got some messages, you need to call this number. And and, and then, of course, we got cell phones, and, and that become, you know, and, and now, again, everyone's got a cell phone. So the point to all that is, is back in the day, is, is people didn't expect you to immediately, you know, return their call. Uh, there's now an expectation. In fact, I had one the other day. Someone emailed me, and they texted me, like, oh, did you get my email? I'm like, yeah, I hadn't got to it because I got a hundred other emails. I I haven't got your email yet. I mean, it's important, but 
So I think that's that's what that statistic is really, really calling out to. All right, next one. 60% of workers feel increased burnout as a result of communicating digitally. And I think that dovetails to that one. A lot of us are, again, getting texts from our bosses or coworkers after work or on weekends. That just needs to stop. I mean, unless unless that is your job, unless you are on call. But if you're not on call, don't text somebody. Don't talk about work on the weekend. you got to unplug. That's for mental health. Some people are going to push back on that. But, again, it depends on the industry. It depends on, on what you do. All right. Nearly half of workers report their productivity being affected by ineffective communication. Now, what that is, to me, that's, that's you know, poor communication means or ineffective means you don't get all the information, right? Because it's an exchange. A lot of times I see, you know, people, you know, for example, placing an order. They don't give you all the information. You know, what is the quantity? What's the color? Where are we shipping this to? Oh, what's your email address? Or, or they sent the wrong email. They keep sending the wrong email. You know, they, they've got, you know, letters or numbers transposed. I think that's what that's talking about. All right, last one here on this page. 42% of workers experience stress trying to form responses that convey the right tone of voice. Okay, now you know people who send messages in all caps. They text in all caps. Or, you know, are they angry? Who knows? I think that's... That's the part we're talking about personalization. I think the, the digital communication has become so antiseptic. We, again, we lose the body language. We, we lose the eye contact, um, the, the nonverbal cues, correct, right? That's what I'm talking about. So I think that's the other hard, hard thing. Because, you know, I've gotten emails and texts before. I thought, oh, this was hostile. Then talked with the person. Oh, no, it's just, that was just the way they typed it up. All right. But you got to be cognizant of that. All right. So, uh I, I can, this is another art. Now I'm going to kind of, you know, we're going to kind of get back on the path. So these are some more communication statistics. And this is uh, from a website called Zipia.com by Jack Flynn. Uh, 25 plus critical communication and workplace statistics. And this is for 2023. How effective is good communication? So just a few bullet points here. Teams with effective communication see their productivity increase by 25%. Can't argue with that. 86% of workforce respondents blame poor communication as the main reason for company failure. I see that all the time. I hear stories all the time. It's just poor communication, really, to the customer. And then uh, it's preceded, if you go up, the, up the, su the supply chain, it's poor communication. In other words, the customer orders something. You know, again, I'm talking about a, a product, not necessarily a service, or maybe it could be a service, too. And something happens, and that gets delayed, and that's not communicated to the customer. That's what that's talking about, is, is company failure, or, or could be in the design of a product. Poor communication could result in a poor or dangerous product. I mean, that's why you have, you know, recalls on, on vehicles all the time. All right, next one. Only 7% of the U.S. workers feel that communication is accurate, open, and timely at work. Only 7%. 7 in 100. And I, I believe that, too. And, again, I think that's, and we're talking, you know, accurate, open, and timely. Uh, a lot of times, again, people get emails after the fact. You know, oh, we, you know, it's like there's a new product out there. Oh, and then you get the email. Um, seeing that a lot. All right, next one. Up to 95% of employees don't understand their company's strategy. Let's let's just say that's vision, right? If 95% of employees don't understand the strategy, that means they can't understand the vision. They don't know the core values. They don't know the direction that the company is going. So you just have people working with with no purpose. That's dangerous. 95%, that's amazing. All right, last one on this page. 28% of employees believe poor communication is the reason for missed deadlines. And that kind of dovetails what we were talking about earlier is, you know, again, again the, you know, let's say you're building a house and 
there's no coordination with the construction materials being delivered and you know that you're supposed to get bricks on this day there's a crew waiting and then the bricks don't show up and you know you know and then that domino effect so i i agree completely with that all right so how about the what are the benefits of good communication in the workplace well the first one is teams with effective communication plans are three and a half times more likely to outperform peers makes sense the second one companies with effective communication plans increase employee retention by four and a half percent, an informed employee who knows what's going on, feels safe, feels secure, therefore is going to perform better. Well-informed employees outperform their peers by 77%, kind of the same statistic. Employees are three times more likely to be engaged when they receive feedback from their boss. Now, remember that early statistic is like 69% of managers don't feel like they can, or that comfortable with communicating with their team members. Feedback is so important. And again, when, when you are talking with, with an employee that you manage, and this is a little, little tip, there's three things. You, you, you know, if, you, if you're uncomfortable, there's three things to get the conversation started. You, you ask them, hey, Johnny, Susie, Billy, whatever their name is, you say, what do we need to keep doing? What do we need to stop doing? And what should we be doing? Th those three questions will open up a great dialogue. And then they, the employee has the opportunity to, to you know, voice of, voice of the employee. You know, again, we talk about voice of the customer. What about voice of the employee? Last one here. 70% of the workforce will be more productive with better communication. I think that's what all this is saying. All right, next one. Employee workplace communication opinions. 97% of employees believe communication impacts task efficacy on a daily basis. Absolutely. If you don't have clear instructions you're not going to be effective. Again, what's the vision? What's the mission? What's the purpose? What, what's the direction we're going on? What's our goals? What's our, you know, what, where are we going? Next one, 57% of employees report not being given clear direction by their supervisors. Again, go back to that statistic. Most supervisors, most managers don't feel comfortable talking or communicating with their subordinates. All right, next one. 74% of employees believe they miss out on company news and important information. Now, part of that is, again, I think it goes back to that video versus just sending out an email. Again, if you're in a corporate setting or a company setting and it's a, a global address book and an email went out, it's probably going to get buried. And, you know, someone's not going to see it. If it's really, really important, it should be done with a video, in my opinion. I think you say, hey, watch this video on this important announcement. People are going to be more engaged on video than an email or maybe a memo hung up in the break room, right? All right, next one. At least 20% of workers use their company's internet every day, and I think what that should really say, intranet, uh, to, to get information, right? Whether, whether it's a common drive that you're getting information, but only 20%. That's, that's not very much. So if you do have a, a, a site or a drive or a folder that people can access information, you, know, you need to promote that. Again, communi communicate that to them, right? All right, last one on this page. 26% of workers who report manager feedback help improve their performance. Again, this kind of goes back before uh, what I was saying was 69% of managers, uh, they feel very uncomfortable communicating with their subordinates. Talk with them. Meet with them monthly or quarterly. Ask them three questions. What should we, what are we doing well? What are we doing poorly? What do we need to be start doing? All right. Write that down. That's pretty good. You, you, you will see your management improve if you do that on a regular basis. But if they tell you these things, you have to act on them. And you're going to get some good information. I guarantee it.
All right, the cost of bad communication in the workplace. So companies with 100,000 plus employees lost 62.4 million per year to miscommunication. Now, to a multi-billion dollar company, like to an Apple, that's, that's not a big deal. But to a smaller company, which is the next statistic, companies with only 100 employees still lose up to 420,000 per year to miscommunication. So a lot of companies that I'm aware of that I've got to work with or work for uh, are about $100 million, you know, plus or minus. Uh, you lose $420,000, that's a hit. That could put some companies out of business, right? All right, next one. 46% of businesses have lost clients due to poor communication. I think that we understand why that is. Uh, missed deadlines. Uh, you know, c the customer's expecting it, uh, you know, delivery of a service or a product. It doesn't happen. They go somewhere else. Surprise is that low, actually. Last one on this page. Employees spend up to 17 hours per week clarifying unclear communication. I'm surprised. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a lot. That's a third of their time. Um, really what that's saying is when, when, when you communicate to somebody, you, you've got to clarify specifically what you're trying to say. Again, you're, you're trying to, you know, build rapport. I see, like, for example, emails. I see people say, look at this, and it's an email thread with, like, 50 emails. Don't, if you want to communicate effectively and build rapport, you email them, say, hey, here's the situation, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. This is what I need from you, bullet point, bullet point. That way, if you know they don't necessarily need to go read the you know connect the dots so so i think that's what that's talking about but i thought that was very interesting all right company communication policy statistics so 64% of companies say that communicating strategy to employees is a key priority all right that's good but <laughs> the next statistic goes on to say 60% of companies don't have a long term communication plan in place and then the last one, 69% of managers are uncomfortable communicating with their employees. So in other words, we have a communication problems in corporate America, in businesses uh, in, in the U.S. All right, so how can we improve communication in the workplace? So 86% of business leaders have a dedicated budget focused on improving communication tools. Well, obviously they're not spending the money very well since we have this problem. 61% of workers have started using new communication tools within the last 12 months. You know, that's like Slack or, uh, you, know, uh, you know, some form of a messenger, whether it's in Teams or whether it's in their CRM, whether it's in Salesforce or Zoho or something like that or HubSpot. So they're using some some, something new, and, that's, and that's, a good, that's a good thing. You know, it just gives us more opportunities to connect, but we have to manage that, kind of like we were saying earlier. You don't want to overwhelm or cause stress with too much communication. 85% of employees feel most motivated when management shares company news updates. And again, I'll refer back to that story where I, where I did uh, videos every two weeks for a company. Again, it was just the, it, you know, I hit all the highlights. We shared good news, bad news, some milestones, threw in some humor there. And again, I think it's just, uh, I think that's very important. If you're going to share information, do it. If you're going to do news updates, do it live or do it with a video. Last one, 55% of a message's meaning is communicated non-verbally. Again, that's why I think video is so important. So if you're not good at video, if, you, if you're stiff, again, like I said, I just saw a video. It looked like a, a hostage video. It was terrible. Uh, they didn't convince me. They didn't convince the, the other people that they were really serious or they're passionate. I just didn't believe them. And I see that. I see, you know, I get people send me copies of the videos all the time. And it's, it's, it's the body language. I mean, if you're not excited, if you're not animated, if you're not smiling, if you're not looking at the camera, uh, 
Um, if, if you can't connect through that video, then you should, you got to find someone to do that. So anyway, that's all I'm saying. All right. So that's it. We, we brought this one home again. This episode was uh, season three, episode 10, the way business should be part two. We talked about communication. So now here's the offer I, I told you about. So first of all, platinum business consulting, you can reach us a couple different ways. Um, PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com or our email at info at PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com. And if you email me your contact information, at least your name and your, your email, I promise I'm not going to harass you. Uh, I'm going to send you two things. I'm going to send you a uh, free ebook. It's called Communicating in the Real World. And I'm going to send you a, a, just a quick article report called The Lost Art of Listening. And those are free. And I may even throw in a, a free coupon um, or discount to our company store. I have hundreds and hundreds of downloadable resources uh, like this that can help you either personal, business, finance, or whatever. So that's just you know, our gift to you. We hope you take advantage of that. Yeah, please reach out to us. And again, if you need help with any of these types, if you need help with communication, you want someone to come in and say, can you look at what we're doing? Now, we would love to do that. And, and again, that's that, that dovetails to leadership, to training, to culture development, to processes, all that. It's all interrelated. So we'd like to help you. But if we don't hear from you, we can't help you, so we look forward to hearing from you. Anyway, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.